Kurt Tenowitz, BiasWD.com. BiasWD.com. What is that uh, company? Uh, we are, we, we tell everybody we're the Zillow of the saltwater disposal industry. So okay. we're the largest online marketplace connecting buyers and sellers of saltwater disposal wells. Well, I wanted to ask you a little bit about that industry. It's a it's a big industry. It's a growing industry. It seems to be uh, one that doesn't get talked about very much. Um, talk to me a little bit about that industry. What's been going on over, say, the last decade? Well, um, quite a lot has changed. You know, 10 years ago, water wasn't such a hot topic. Now, thanks to, you know, advances in drilling and completion technologies, Water's a big deal. Um, companies are using, you know, drilling three-mile laterals, you know, two to three-mile laterals. The average completion is is growing from, you know, I think it was 300,000 barrels. Now it's up to four or 500,000 barrels per frack. There's a lot of completions that are, you know, in excess of a million barrels per well. Um, so there's a lot of wastewater that's being generated from completions, and uh, on the production side as well, these horizontals are producing a ton of water. So it's causing big problems. Now, a lot of the saltwater disposal facilities are uh, not just mom and pops. Uh, they're you know, big private equity-backed water midstream companies. Uh, they have facilities that can handle you know, 100,000-plus barrels a day. So it is a it is a very large industry and it's continuing to grow. Well, I'm looking at the recent Morgan Stanley report: 5,500 Permian wells to be drilled, 2.7 billion barrels, or 115 billion gallons to complete. I mean, we're talking about a lot of water that's going to be needed just in the Permian Basin alone. That doesn't include the Eagleford or, you know, any of those other southern. Um, I'm just course in the state of texas i'm not including the bakken or any of these other places uh you mentioned wastewater do you deal with that at all or do you just deal with the saltwater side just um what what's the um what exactly do you do specifically when it comes to the saltwater and wastewater you mentioned off the air kind of you're a broker do you put them together but um you're kind of in the thick of it yeah, so really saltwater disposal wells are highly regulated facilities that are designed to receive and dispose of wastewater that is generated from drilling, completion, and production operations. So anytime you complete a well, you got to use water, and after the well is completed, that wastewater gets trucked or piped to nearby saltwater disposal wells. And then once a well is an oil or a gas well is in production, when they produce oil and gas, they also produce water. Water is actually the largest byproduct generated from oil and gas operations. So, you know, the Permian, as you mentioned, um, you know, I've read various reports where people say that there's anywhere from 15 to 25 million barrels a day of wastewater that is generated from oil and gas wells. And it's projected to double um, over the next five years. And this is according to the Energy Information Administration. They say 41,000 new wells will be drilled by 2023 just in the Permian Basin alone. 
and that uh, daily water production will be somewhere around 50 million barrels a day. That's pretty substantial. That's a big problem. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, I mean, you're talking about some things that, that are some very big numbers here, and here you've got a company that kind of deals with some of those solutions. What, what what do you, I mean, they're obviously bigger than what you guys can do. I, I, I see that. But what, what are some of the solutions to these problems with all this uh, wastewater and salt water? You know, treatment, uh, recycling is something that's starting to kind of grow. Uh, I don't know the official numbers, but I hear that less than 10% of all the wastewater that's generated is actually treated for reuse. So uh, as some of these technologies kind of begin to gain more momentum, um, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more and more of that. Operators are starting to get pretty wise, and uh, they've, they've, you know, realize that treating it can save money um they used to just treat it as a waste stream but now water is truly a commodity so instead of paying a trucking company to haul it off and dispose of it um they're keeping it on the lease and treating it through different types of 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 solutions could be mechanical could be chemical and they're reusing it uh for subsequent completions so i think Really, recycling and treatment is going to start to uh, start to grow. So, you know, I'm looking at uh, frackfocus.org, and they're looking at the frack job. The average frack job now consumes 13 million gallons, of 40 percent in two years, and um, it's it's only going to get more and more. And when I'm listening to you talk about this industry, this this growing industry of, of you know, really, when you look back at five years, I think they came out with a report that said the amount of water that was needed, at least I know in the Bakken, was double what they thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, this is this is quite a, a, a an industry is, is really trying to figure out innovative ways to recycle and reuse water because every time I turn around, it seems like, they need just a little bit more water, and this is kind of un- unanticipated. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like in the way flaring is forcing natural gas innovation to happen, this um, demand for water is almost forcing saltwater innovation to happen. Did, did you, are you following me on, me on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um you are, know, you, are you qualified to comment on that, or are you just <laughs> are, are, are you just brokering people together? <laughs> I, I guess it just dep- depends on who you ask. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've been in the industry since 2014. Uh, we used to own and operate saltwater disposal down in South Texas in the Eagleford, and uh, a lot has changed since then. You know, operators are drilling longer laterals they're using super pads or pad drilling where multiple oil and gas wells are drilled and completed from a single surface location and then fracked consecutively so you have you can go to google earth and zoom in anywhere in the permian basin and you'll see giant water pits or ponds uh, many of which are a million barrels or larger they're big enough to put a ski boat on and these are all frack water source pits. 
So all these farmers and landowners used to irrigate their crops, but now they've realized we can make way more money selling our water to EMPs than we can, you know, producing alfalfa. And they're charging, you know, 50 cents a barrel. Many of these landowners are selling 100,000 plus barrels a day. Uh, they're making more money than they ever dreamed. And EMPs are, are using it which still only accounts for about 1% of the total water usage, uh, which is kind of shocking considering the total volume. I mean, we, we did a study on produced water in the Permian, and every day they generate enough wastewater to fill three and three-quarters Empire State buildings. Hmm. So think about that for a minute. That is a ton of wastewater. And if all we're doing is just sending it to a disposal well and pumping it down whole to be lost forever, that is a very valuable commodity. I'll tell uh, you, I can see where this is going to become f- from competitive to ultra-competitive pretty fast. Yes. Um, do, do you know what I mean by that? To where it's almost it's going to go from, you know, handshakes to, okay, now we're going to start shoving each other a little bit here, trying to squeeze, squeeze dollars out of nickels. I mean, it's, I saw it happen in the environmental... Clean up, um, well, you know, you know what I mean. Those guys who come in and do the environmental cleanup, you know, they got special Superman products that'll, you know, get rid of the oil and turn it into a rice dinner for you. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, it seems like the, the the marketing got to that point where the competitiveness of the of, of that got to that point, and so I almost am wondering about that if if the water. Saltwater industry is going to get. I mean, the frac sand didn't really. They got really competitive, but they didn't get Hatfield and McCoy competitive like some of the others. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about here? Because some of these in, inner sub oil and gas industries, uh, they can get pretty competitive, and they can start oh, yeah. finger pointing and start shouting at each other that uh, they don't, you know, snake oil and you're you're causing problems here and there that sort of thing has it been pretty calm in, in your guys's industry no there's <laughs> no some, not at all there is a <laughs> there's a lot of, of there's a lot of environmental issues surrounding seismicity and it's really localized you know it started in oklahoma up in the arbuckle in northern oklahoma back in the mississippi lime play where Sandridge and a couple other operators were producing so much water, they had to drill and complete one saltwater disposal well for every five oil and gas wells. And it, they, they were pumping so much water down hole that it started causing earthquakes. Well, the Oklahoma Corporation Commission stepped in and um, you know, capped everybody's injection limits back i think throttled people back like 40 or 50 percent of their permitted capacity and that curtailed most of the seismic events but it didn't eliminate them entirely so what we're seeing in texas especially around in reeves county like in the pecos area we've seen a lot of seismic events so the railroad commission is taking is really paying close attention to that area and Permits. I think there's over 200 permits for saltwater disposal wells that are currently under review in just Reeves County alone. And um, so 
with that backlog, there isn't enough available disposal capacity to support all of the existing producers and their their continuous operations. So that you know that's causing significant bottlenecks. Um, you know, all these big water midstream companies that have jumped onto the scene just in the last few years that have you know a half a billion dollars in, in private equity behind them, they're now you know they're racing to secure and control as much acreage as possible. So it's like the Wild West. I mean, you have companies that are trying to secure long-term agreements. Uh, They're trying to get acreage dedications and minimum volume commitments from oil and gas producers to handle all of their water. And they're putting in tons of infrastructure to support the current, you know, state of the industry as well as trying to build out the infrastructure to support all of the projected growth and that's a that's a huge challenge and and it's just it's highly competitive um it's real interesting to see you have big companies you know buying big water midstream companies that are buying emp's water assets and infrastructure all their produced water gathering systems all their disposals. Uh, so, so the EMPs now are monetizing all of their water assets, and so you know it used to just be a lease operating expense, but now it's truly a, a um, it, it's a profit center, really. Sure, so, it becomes it becomes a department of their company. Yeah, there's huge water management teams and divisions inside these companies. That's all they do is focus on water. Sourcing, storage, transfer, treatment. In in the media, it's like when you buy an event planning business because, you know, you've got the marketing and the distribution to go hand-in-hand with events, you know, and the EMP's got a great system in place for these water, you know what I mean, for the the water department on their their deal. It just, yeah, if it it works good for the vertical integration, it works really well. Um, Interesting about... You mentioned the saltwater infrastructure, and um, by the way, this is up. Now it's Kurt Kniewitz? Kniewitz. 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 Okay. Buy SWD.com. Buy SWD.com. Uh, you mentioned the saltwater infrastructure, and that's something that people probably don't talk about too often. You know, we mentioned the natural gas infrastructure. We mentioned the the crude oil infrastructure, but the saltwater infrastructure, whether it's the ponds or whether it's the trucks or the pipelines, talk to me a little bit about that. If, if Do you know exactly kind of where the state of, the, of it is right now? Is it up to, up to par? Do we need certain areas to be more, um, you know, focused than other? Because it's an integral part of the business. You know that. Yeah. Well, they're spending billions this year I'm told that uh, the projects that are currently in queue that are under development for water midstream are, uh, what was the final number? I think there's over $1.2 billion in water infrastructure projects currently underway in the Permian Basin. Hmm. Just for just pipelines. That's salt water. Yeah, yeah. To handle the produced water. Hmm. I tell you, it's 
it's something else you know every time you turn around this this oil and gas industry it just it seems like it powers so many different industries i mean it's no wonder it's the only industry that's added jobs in the last 10 years isn't it but oh, yeah. did you know that by the way out of all all of this millennial talk and technology talk and you know all of these different industries that we're going to save our economy. The only industry that added jobs as a net gain in the last ten years is the oil and gas industry. Huh. That doesn't surprise me. No, it's not surprising, really. Would you take a step back and you think, yeah, well, you know, they're the really the only ones that have been around, and everyone else has just kind of been a flash in the pan. And um, interesting. Uh, hey, I was looking at your LinkedIn account here. And there's something you're promoting on here called SWD Invest. Are you fami- are you f- affiliated with that? <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, well, talk to me about that. A little free plug. So uh, we are by SWD is currently going through a major expansion. Um, we are developing uh, several new products this year that we're going to be rolling out. Our, our vision is to create a digital ecosystem, if you will, which kind of is, is geared towards all of the water industry participants, whether you're an owner, an operator, a buyer, a seller, an investor, a vendor, a service provider, anybody that works in the oil field water space, we want to create a platform to help you interact and transact in the most efficient manner possible. So we've been approached by investors for a couple of years now who might not have $5 million available to go buy an existing saltwater disposal well, nor do they have the operating experience necessary, but yet they still want to participate in the industry. So um, we've created a a platform called swdinvest.com which will enable accredited investors to buy fractional interest in profitable saltwater disposal wells. So how it works is we, SWD Invest, is a subsidiary of Buy SWD, and we have over 220 properties currently in inventory. So SWD Invest will cherry pick some of the best performing assets from the Buy SWD inventory and then make them available for accredited investors to buy fractional interest in. And they receive you know, monthly income. Just instead of buying a, a rental house, for instance, um, you can invest directly into a saltwater disposal well. Interesting. And, yeah, we're excited. We just announced our official launch. Uh, we're actually going to be in New York um, next Monday. Oh, this is like this is like kind of almost breaking news, huh? Oh, it's brand new, hot off the press. Look at that! (laughs) Here, here, I just you know I looked up some information on LinkedIn on you, and I saw that uh, you're getting a lot of kudos from people saying, "Hey, congrats, good job, SWD Invest." I thought, "Well, what the heck? I got the you know got the horse's mouth right here. I might as well ask him what's going on." So, yeah, uh, we're we're pretty excited about it. We have. we have a lot of, of really strong assets in our inventory, and uh, we're going to open it up and, and allow individuals to, to really capitalize on this growing industry. So we're, we're pretty excited about it. You know, um, I've seen things like this in, in other industries. You know, real estate probably is the most fam- or popular one. It's a, a, a 
Riot Real Estate Investment Trust at uh, uh, Riot. They're pronounced. Reits. Yep. Yeah, Reits. And um, you know, some is is that kind of what this is? Something along those lines. Obviously, it's not the same by any means, but essentially, that's kind of you're grouping things together to give you the best payout. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's very similar in concept. Concept. Um, yeah. You know, investors get to buy directly. They will own a piece of an existing profitable saltwater disposal well, and they'll receive income on a monthly or quarterly basis based on their percentage of ownership. So if someone, just as an example, you can you can go buy a rent house for $98,000 and charge 1% a month, which is typical rental rates, but then you have to back out your operating costs, your maintenance, property taxes, any repairs, et cetera. So your returns, you know, can vary. Uh, but with a saltwater disposal well, you put ninety-eight grand into a existing profitable disposal facility, your returns are you know twenty to thirty percent annualized. Um, so the, the the return potential is significantly higher. Comes with a little bit of risk, but uh, the rewards are are far better than what you could get in, in traditional income-producing properties within real estate sector. So, so that's kind uh, of rolling out this this week. Um, you said you're you're going to New York for this. That's it's not going to hit the stock exchange, is it? No, no, no. We have we're we've been invited to uh, present at the National Investment Banking Association conference oh. on the 26th. So we're going to go up there and uh, possibly look at creating some selling groups, maybe with some broker dealers or family offices and. Sure. Um, Rub some elbows. If they're interested, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If they're interested in participating or if they have clients that are interested in this type of, of investment, we're more than happy to chat with them. So Now, are, now you guys are out of Dallas, aren't you? Yes. And you still got to go to New York to hobnob with the money guys. There's not enough of those guys down in Dallas, huh? Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot in Dallas, but we have... We have over oh about a hundred million in inventory that we plan to acquire and operate, and so uh, I think you know rubbing elbows with some of the New York boys might be able to to, to help us. So are, are you guys just strictly down in um, the Texas place, Southern place, or are you, do you find yourself in the Bakken, Niobrara, Alaska? You know, maybe Marcellus. Are you guys all over, or do you you isolated in a certain area? So BiSWD has uh, inventory. We have you know, 220, 230 properties across 10 states. So we have assets that are available for purchase in all the major unconventionals. I think we're in, obviously, Texas is the bulk of our inventory, Oklahoma, Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, North Dakota, Louisiana. Um, we even had one in Kansas, um, Montana. Ohio, uh, so we've we have helped uh, people you know find and, and acquire assets in ten different states at the moment. Okay. We're not in Canada yet, but we are going to be expanding into Canada uh, in Q three. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. And um, just kind of an overview of the saltwater industry. You you guys are looking at it obviously as uh, not slowing down any anytime soon. Not only pro- increasing, but probably even could have a few new innovations and solutions to come in to even help the industry out a little bit, huh? 
Yeah, the saltwater disposal industry yeah. is actually last year just in the Permian Basin. It was a two point six billion dollar industry. By twenty twenty three, over the next five years, it'll almost double. It's projected to grow to four point six billion. Just Permian saltwater disposal industry. Jeez, that's crazy. So almost a hundred percent growth over the next five years. So pretty substantial. Well, if somebody wants to get in touch with the Zillow of saltwater disposal, uh, who's uh, g- give us give us your uh, contact information? It's just Kurt K U R T at buyswd.com, or they can call me directly at two one four four one eight one one seven seven. Happy to help anybody out. If they're looking to buy or sell or want to invest, we're more than happy to try and help.